Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 7. I promise y'all I'm going to get that soundboard one day, just not now. I don't have that money. <laughs> but this week, we are headed over to the East Coast. Yes, the East Coast. Wow. East Coast represent. <laughs> and we are going all the way to uh, Jackson, New Jersey, correct? Yes. Correct. And we are headed over to Six Flags Great Adventure for a home park hoedown. Yes, that is right. It's another Home Park Codon episode. Welcome. And uh, like I said, we're going to Six Flags Great Adventure. So let's uh, jump right into it. Today with me, I have a brand new guest to the show, uh, the amazing Ava. Ava, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Hi. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. It's uh, I, I'm really excited to talk about this park because I don't talk about Six Flags Parks a lot on the podcast because I've just never been to a Six Flags Park. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. I've never been. I've been to one that used to be a Six Flags Park, which we'll get into. But um, I've never been into an currently active Six Flags Park. So okay. this is going to be a lot of fun for me. And plus, Great Adventures is a very unique park. But we'll jump right into that in just a minute. Um, but again, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for uh, having me. <laughs> you're welcome. So uh, everybody, if this is your first Home Park Hoedown episode, basically it is split into three parts. We have our guest history with the park. We have what the park currently has to offer, and then we do a lightning round of fun and exciting questions. And guests, are you ready? Guest, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Listeners, are you ready? Yeah, I just pretend I heard you. Well, um, guest is ready too. So, <laughs> guest, are you ready? I'm ready Woo! to go. <laughs> and then there's me, host. You ready? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, well, let's jump right into it. Ava, go ahead and tell us about your history with Six Flags Great Adventure. Okay, so I'm from. Oh, hello, I'm Ava. <laughs> I live on the Jersey Shore, which is about 40 minutes or so from Jackson, New Jersey, which is where a great uh, adventure is located. Um, And it's a really easy drive to get there from where I live. You kind of just hop on the parkway and it's pretty much a straight shot all the way there. Um, I started going when I was like really young, probably like six or seven, just because it was like the closest high quality like park because like everything close to it was kind of like you know beachside like here's a hang ladder ride and like the spin thing like you know right yeah I <laughs> <laughs> so i think i went for the first time i was like six or seven um my parents are both from new york staten island and long island like respectively and they used to travel like when great adventure first opened like when they were kids like you know it'd be a few hours sometimes that they have to travel to get there because right because the, the next you know the closest thing like yeah because like i mean you have coney island but like that's no and I mean, at the it's, time, it's, it's a different thing. It was also pretty like rough at the time. Right. Like, my parents right. would tell me it was not always very safe, and even today, it's right. not necessarily that safe. <laughs> and I've never been there, but that's just what I hear from my parents. But um, like they had really fond memories of it, like from when they were kids, and they even kept going like in the early um, '90s when they were like young adults <coughs> home from college, like for the summers, they would like still travel and go with their friends. Like when my parents were dating, like they went. Um, and that's actually something that I've been learning like more and more about the past couple of days, like just asking my parents questions about the park. And like, I didn't even realize that they went as many times as they did. Um, it's so funny how theme parks can like almost like seep their way into like family history, isn't it? Yes, like, it's so, so cool. strange. Well, I, I don't even have the Great Adventure opening year, but I'm pretty sure it was like in the 70s when my parents were like young kids. So, yes. Yeah. I'm, it was... like, I'm like 90% sure because almost fun fact for everybody the majority of modern theme parks in the u.s opened within the 70s or the 80s 
So like you're, it's very hard to find a park that's older than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found that out doing those decade TikToks I did. Those are I, so cute, by the way. I love those. Thank you. People are very <laughs> pressed about them. I saw uh, you got so many views though. I was like, oh my gosh, she's famous. <laughs> oh no, I was not ready because I was like, this is going to do nothing. And then it just like, boom. No, and I was it like, was awesome. Okay, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. Didn't <laughs> no, you you're off. good. Um, so going <clears> off of that. Um, and then as I got like a little bit older, maybe like middle school age, my parents and like I, my brother, my younger brother, uh, would get season passes. Like we only had them like three or four times. Um, so basically you pay it's the season pass system at Six Flags, at least Great Adventure is so great because they're really cheap and you can earn back the money that you pay for one, like in less than two visits. It's like one and a half visits. It's like, you've already made the value back. I think it's like, really? depending, depending on like the different, there's different tiers and they all have yeah. very confusing names. And it's like, you, it's like gold Batman, like silver Batman. Like they, they don't make sense. The tier system. But like, <laughs> it's like, you're paying like a hundred something, like hundred, hundred, 110, 120, whatever the no case may be. No way. That's really good for theme park season passes. And it's good. Like, most are like at least 200 or over that yeah, is crazy so it's good for like their season which runs like they were supposed to be open this past week because a lot of kids in new jersey are like ex- including me were on right. spring break like last week and then obviously because of everything going on like they weren't able to open with the virus um so like their season runs from like april they're open for like spring break and then they're open like majority of may june july august september and Fright Festival and like it's, they start to be open like more just on weekends and then right. November, December and like the first week of January. That's um, a pretty that, long and, and season. Like, and the pass is good for everything. Like even like days of Fright Fest and Holiday in the Park which is like their special I seasonal love events. It's I good for every day. To, I love when you do not have to buy a separate ticket to those it's kind of awesome. events. And like my it's, friends are always so reluctant to get it but I'm like listen if we go like two times you make back the money and you get discounts and it's like it's like two times like that's crazy. So um, now that I'm like older, I'm 18, about to graduate um, high school. So yay for that, going to college next year. Congratulations, Thank you so much. Um, So now I buy my own pass because I'm a big girl (laughs) and I have a job. (laughs) So I go and like, it's nice too, because the the way that the tickets work are like, you can bring a friend on certain days for free or for $10 or for $15. So it's like- what a good part. It's really cool. Like, I feel like not a lot of people, can you imagine if like Disney did that? Like. Could you imagine? They'd be like, bring a friend for 90. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, they'd be like, they'd be like, okay, well bring a friend for full price, but you know, you brought your friend. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Um, so definitely like Great Adventure, I love it so much. I just, I've, I've always loved theme parks and that's even playing into like my major in college is I'm going to major in hospitality and tourism and I hope to apply it like in the theme park industry, maybe working for Disney or something like that. Oh, that'd be um, fun. So, I mean, it's not, it's no Universal, it's no Disney, but it's like, it's the like, next best thing for me, like where I live to like enjoy right. theme parks and I really enjoy it for what it is. Well, that's specifically um, yeah. why, I, that's specifically why I kind of decided to come up with this show was... Because, I mean, there's tons of Disney theme uh, podcasts, tons. Mm-hmm. And then there's a few Universal podcasts, but everybody knows Disney Universal. So I, I was like, let's do this show where we talk about, we get people who are excited about the park they grew up going yes. to that you don't hear about a lot if you're not like a major theme park fan. Mm-hmm. So I thought that would be a really fun concept for an episode. So that's why I started doing this. And I'm excited to have somebody who's just as excited as me. I'm so, <laughs> to, like, to I'm learn like about smiling it. so much as I'm talking. I'm just so, because <laughs> it's so difficult, especially like, I feel like at my age to find other people to talk to about this kind of stuff because all my friends are Girl, like, I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I'll, I'm like, telling you. I can't, I can't even tell you. Like when the, the, for people who, you know, they probably know the crane in command, like when the buzzy robot got stolen, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. 
Like, I remember seeing memes and showing my best friend, who, like, bless her soul, but, like, could not care less about this kind of stuff. And I remember showing her memes and, like, telling her, like, the whole story for, like, 45 minutes, like, how crazy it is that, like, this robot got stolen. She, like, could not care less. And she was like, what are you on? I did that with my sister, and she was like, oh, wow, that's unfortunate. And I was like, no, you don't get it. It's a huge security breach. I was like, it's nuts. This has never happened before. And she's like, they stole a robot. It's a big deal. I was, like, trying to explain to her, like, look at this funny meme. And she was like, I don't get it. <laughs> so it's great to be able to have other people to talk to you about this. And th- that that is what this podcast is for and I'm so excited. Um, <clears throat> um but I love I love that like Great Adventure means so much to you. That's so like I love hearing people excited about being <laughs> about theme parks. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> but let's go ahead and jump into the next section, which is uh what the park currently has to offer. Okay. So Great Adventure has a pretty big variety of um different things there's also a um a water park right next door called six flags hurricane harbor and i believe that most of the six flags water parks are called hurricane harbor so there's like the theme park which is great adventure and then hurricane harbor the water park i've been in the water park a whole bunch of times it's just kind of like your standard water park i mean i have enjoyed it like when i went but i also get kind of skewed that location (laughs) like of water parks in general so i mean like there's nothing (laughs) too unique there it just has like a generic kind of tropical theme like like i like water parks but like water park I hate saying this, like, one, if you go down the flight at one, you're probably going to go down the same side at another, let's just be honest. <laughs> like, it's great, they're great, I am I love people who love water parks, I'm just not a big water park super fan like some people, mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's kind of my feelings on it, is yeah, going down one too. slide, you went down another one, but I'll yeah. still go. I'd rather go on a, a roller coaster than a water slide. Yeah, personally. <laughs> um, so then, uh... You know, well, I'm just going to kind of talk about, like, the other aspects before I get into, like, the attractions and stuff, if that's okay. Of course. Um, so another, like, interesting thing, uh, like, we were talking before we started recording, was, yes. um, uh, like, the safari component of Great Adventure. It used it's to be... It's so weird there's just a safari in New <laughs> it's... Jersey. <laughs> it's bizarre. It is... So it used to be separate. I never did it when it was, like, separate from the park. It used to be, like, I think you paid, like, an extra fee um just like you know paying extra admission to like you know another entity of the park or whatever right and you used to sit in your car i believe and like drive through like a safari path of some sort and like there was animals that would kind of like touch your car but i don't like i don't know if it was like liability or like there was an issue or something like that but then like it eventually like the safari got condensed like with the park itself so like they're not two separate things anymore it's like you can go on a safari while you're actually in the park now right like in like a vehicle and yeah, like there's some like, walk around parts it's like having animal kingdom in your backyard <laughs> yeah but like definitely not like as cool like themed <laughs> <laughs> and fair, there's no fair. there's no like guy heading the whole thing with like a cool earring like you know <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love trevor so much <laughs> i just followed him on instagram he posts the coolest stuff he does and they're so interesting there's uh, this is a tangent y'all but this is this is part of the this part of this podcast so y'all better get ready but like he posts like the most interesting and like compelling things about like where he got the theming and all this stuff it's so cool mm-hmm. i love his i love his instagram and his twitter and i saw that he was like interacting back with people like people were asking him questions and recommendations for like art books things like that and he was like interacting with people who are fans and i was like oh maybe i should come up with like an intellectual question to ask and i know just, he was providing like this really insightful stuff like, on his instagram that's like you know, usually you see that from Tony Baxter, like in an interview, and Joe Rody's just like out here posting right. it on his feed. Like, definitely recommend following <laughs> Joe Rody on Instagram. <laughs> I guess he—it's a trip. You have to. Very. Neat. Uh, you feel enlightened afterward. 
Oh, but anyway, back to the park. Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't be sorry. <laughs> um, so then um, the park. So it's split up into like a whole bunch of different lands, kind of like, you know, any other theme park would be. Right. Um, so something that Six Flags is like known for is their roller coasters. So something that's really cool about Great Adventure is it has the tallest, as you you were correcting me in the live stream the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kingda sorry Kai, about that. <laughs> a roller coaster at Six Flags is still the tallest roller coaster in the world. Which is nuts. It's just like in this random six legs in it New Jersey. It is absolutely like, insane. And it's very fun. It is so fun. Is it? Because like, I see, I get mixed reviews. Because I know, like, the very first coaster like that, the very first Stratocoaster ever was Top Throw Dragster at Cedar Point. And then uh, Great Adventure was like, no, we'll do better. And so they <laughs> did. And um, <laughs> so, like, I hear people like, oh, Dragster's not that great. But then I, I've never, I've never got like a legit review of King to Car from somebody else. So do, for you to say that it's really fun, it really makes me want to be like, well, maybe I should just go to New Jersey at some you point. You should. What the heck? I'll meet up with you. <laughs> oh, most so definitely. That, <laughs> we'll talk about you, Literally, if you came over the summer, I would totally meet up with you, give you a whole tour. It'd be so fun. Yes, I would love that. I'm actually doing that uh, this summer with my good friend Parker, who was on the last Home Park Hoedown, self-plug. Y'all should go check that out. He's coming down from Canada, and he's coming to the three parks that I am closest to locally, and I'm, I'm doing that with him. So I would love to do that. That'd be so fun. Yes. Um, oh, so wait, King of the Cup. <laughs> so <laughs> it's in um, this interesting like area of the park. So like even though like the safari is kind of like its own separate corner of the park, there is still like a lot of animal exhibits and theming and things like that. So like there is kind of like this um, area that's more. Um, I like wish I could remember like the name of like the different lands, but like it's like, very Animal Kingdom esque. And I'm I know it's like sure, jungle light. I'm pretty sure it was added in the 90s, so like, or maybe the early 2000s. So it's like, oh, you could say maybe Animal Kingdom gave a little bit of inspo for that one. Right. But, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was actually the early 2000s that it was built. So I, I'm, I'm just I coming think you're to this. Right. I'm just coming to this realization now that they were definitely inspired by Animal <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> but it's similar, you know, it's kind of like yeah. crumbling rock temples and like jungle and like there's like lion exhibits and all these cool <clears throat> animals. Um, and then you walk up to King the Cod and it's like kind of like hidden by all like this bamboo and like it's really neat theming. Um, the line is always super long. So I mean, I've only been on it be. twice. Like, and I've been going to Six Flags for, you know, since I was young and I've only gotten on it twice because it's always so packed. Um, oh yeah, you definitely, I'm sure you're waiting like an hour at least. Yes. And I think I waited a really long time in the heat of the summer the first time I went on. And then the second time I went on, I had Flash Pass, which is like their mm -hmm. Fast Pass system. And I just walked right on. <laughs> um, so it's a really interesting coaster because it's very um, how do I put this like simple. So basically, yes. you just board. It's like you know normal roller coaster vehicle, like two you know two people in each like row. Right. Um, and then so you kind of like you're um, a little bit higher up, um, like off the ground. It's not like you're boarding at. That's another thing about Great Adventures. Like you're never boarding roller coasters like at the ground level almost like you know how like when you go to disney or like universal a lot of the time you're boarding coasters and like other rides like on the ground level like you know what i'm saying like you don't have yeah. to walk up flights of stairs or, Six Flags, or, or it's like at least a ramp to lead you like you know yes. big thunder like it's it's elevated but like it's still like you're still walking up like a ramp you're not mm -hmm. like track you're, you're not like trekking upstairs yes calories. no but at great adventure <clears throat> you're usually walking up a couple flights of stairs like to get to a like the loading platform which is really right. interesting and i actually don't know why it's like <clears throat> that so you're kind of up higher so like the track starts out higher so it's like you can kind of yeah. see like the bamboo and like all the like the greenery so they kind of they bring you forward and then uh, like uh, just a short very slowly distance a uh, very slow short distance and then they stop you 
and like you can kind of see some people walking by like just from the vantage point you're at and then the, i think this is the scariest part of the whole ride is like you just don't know when they're going to shoot you off it's almost similar to like the way rock and roller coaster launches how it's just very right. fast and very sudden but at least in rock and roller coaster you have like the led sign that's kind of warning you <coughs> king right. of Kai, you have no idea when it's coming you just hear like that like <coughs> noise and you're just off it's and just, like it's so to go up the tallest <laughs> roller coaster at such a fast speed is so it's I, I recently just watched a really interesting video about it um by I think it was El Toro Ryan. It was the YouTube. Um, uh, he was talking about uh, how, like, sometimes, like, it really, really depends on the launch and the weight of the, the weight of the coaster. Because he used to work, he he was a ride up on the on King Dakar, and he said, you know, sometimes people will like fly over the top of the hill, and then sometimes they will just like barely creep over yes. the top of that hill. I've and heard horror like, stories about like, like they have some kind of like procedure in place like in case it doesn't make it up and it's like oh my god yeah yeah because they because they have like a they have anti-rollbacks um on it well i mean obviously it'll make it sometimes it does rollbacks it'll like get back onto the launch and they'll just shoot you off again and just fingers crossed can you imagine tallest roller coaster in the world and you have to go down backwards i would i would actually like it because i'm just like a big thrill junkie i was like i'd be like yes i get to go again i'm a big thrill junkie too but i think i would black out of that (laughs) i could see it going twice in a row i could see i could definitely see a blackout happening (laughs) i've seen some we'll get into it later (laughs) since it is the tallest coaster the incline is very very um what's the word um it's just yes it's very steep it's like you're going straight up like it's so the adrenaline is insane and it's up so high that it's like i've noticed before like when i've been on it like you'll kind of feel like you know a little like warm maybe like when you're on the ground like it's like summertime and if you get up there it's cool and like you could feel a breeze because you're just up that high it also has like the blinking light at the top because um you know you have to have like the you have to have the red light on like a structure that's so high it has the, the blinking red light um, I'm just laughing because it's just so insane when you, when you like. I I used to have like a poster of King to come in my room because I had like this roller coaster book and it had like top ten coasters mm-hmm. on like a roller on like a poster and I had it up there mm-hmm. and like, you know, to me it's just this tiny little thing that I've never seen in person. But I'm sure when I get in person, it's like one of the most insane things to see. Is this <laughs> you could like see it from the parkway when you're driving up the <laughs> like, You can see it on the parkway, starlight. Um, that's another interesting thing too that I want to talk about later too. It's like. Six Flags has really interesting um, sight lines, especially like I've been to also um, Six Flags in Maryland, which is Six Flags Great America. Right. And this specific park has weird sight lines, but that's something we'll get to. <laughs> um, so, but it's a very simple coaster. It's basically like you're just getting shot up, and then you're you know you get up to the top of the hill. There's no pause or anything, and then you're coming down. But it's almost like you kind of do a, not like a corkscrew. Is that like the right term? Like you're turning it's like a, it's, on the it's, track. It's a twist. It's, it's like definitely a twist. just like a twist. Um, as you're going down, which in a Imagine weird way... Imagine you're riding a giant churro. <laughs> literally, it like, literally, but only like for, I don't even think it's the whole way down. It's only like a small portion of the track. Yeah, it's a very, it's just like one twist and then you go up another hill. It honestly is like, I don't know why, but like in a weird way, it almost makes it less scary to like have the twist. Because like, I feel like if it was just like a straight shot down, like you're just looking down. Right. I, I probably would black out. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> but um, after you do like that first drop, I mean, it's very simple. It's very short. After that, I mean, you're just kind of like going up some like you know some hills and like down like, and then it yeah. just brings you back to the loading uh, platform. Its main draw is just how tall it is. Is like yeah, it, it's not that elaborate after you do the drop. Um, but it's still really fun just because like the adrenaline is like really 
insane. And then like to and be just, able to say yeah. like I rode the tallest roller coaster. Like, yeah, in the whole exactly. World, it's so cool. <clears throat> it's just be like, yeah. Well, have you ridden the tallest roller coaster in the whole world? Eh, didn't think so. <laughs> they have like those really cheesy T-shirts at the gift shops in the area too. That's like I survived King Dakar tallest. I love coaster. those shirts. <laughs> They're so bad. My favorite is I saw one that said I survived the People Mover, and I think that is so funny. That is hilarious. <laughs> well, recently. Maybe, jeez. Oh my gosh, yes, with the thing that crashed. I was like, what is he talking about? Right, they crashed and then there Stop, was the smoke the, the, and like... The Jungle Cruise boat, like... <laughs> so it's like... Bob Chapek did not come to the company at a good time. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, th- I think this Disney... Whole <laughs> I think Disney was like, you know what, Bob Chapek? We don't like you. So all, <laughs> all the rides got together in a meeting and they were like, let's break. People movers like, okay, you're going to sink? And Jungle Cruise is like, yeah, you're going to crash. And it was like, okay. Yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, like what's really interesting about Great Adventures, there, there are, it has a lot of coasters. Yes, um, it does. Which like, I know Six Flags are mostly known for the coasters, but not every Six Flags has the amount of coasters that um, Great Adventure has. It is mass, like the amount of coasters it has is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is so many. It is mostly coasters. And like I said, I've also been to Six Flags Great America in Maryland. And like I noticed, I mean, it's definitely a bigger park with more attractions there. And while they right. did have really strong, great coasters, there was more like flat rides than there was coasters. But like right. it's very coaster heavy at Great Adventure, which is great for me because like I love thrills. But like, you know, like my mom <clears> and like my brother don't really go anymore because like there's no point for them. It's like because they don't really enjoy like coasters. So and like the flat right. rides aren't really that plentiful. Like so they just, it's really like me going with my friends or like me and my dad will go. Nowadays. It's really it's really almost like a like a coaster enthusiast kind of park. Like yes. it's really there to cater to coaster people, mm-hmm. which is uh, super cool to me. And I just think it's uh, really interesting. One thing I did want to bring up, um, since uh, it's not, or you haven't been able to go yet, or nobody has, is that the new coaster, Jersey Devil. Yes, I've heard about this. So it is, it is an RMC single rail. So um, it is, it is a single piece of track. Like it's not too, you know, you know how like you have two tracks and there's usually like a, like there's wheels on each side of the track. This is just a single track, almost like a monorail basically is what it would be like. And you you sit you know one behind another basically like Space Mountain, and uh, I just I just think it's gonna be a really cool coaster and I just want to throw that out there because I'm super excited to see this massive single rail because the other parks that have them are very small, mm-hmm. or like I mean the coasters are small so to see this huge one is gonna be so cool. Um, I think there was also the- some kind of sorry it's cut you off I think there's also some kind of record or thing like that that's attached to it too or some kind of feature about it is it. the longest single longest. rail coaster go, yeah. which um is it's it, it is a record but it's kind of like a bull record because it's like yeah because you just said that they're not there's not yeah. really uh, there's like three or four in the u.s of single rail coasters yeah. so it's like yeah that's great maybe they're hoping it's but all trends. the other ones are the exact same <laughs> <laughs> and then i think it exists somewhere else maybe not under the jersey devil name but i think isn't it like six flags in mexico or something like that i feel like i heard um, that um there is a Wonder Woman coaster at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, um, which is another single rail coaster. And then that that same coaster layout is found at uh, California's Great America, at, which is a Cedar Bear Park. Hmm. Okay. And I don't know if, because like I said, the park, I was supposed to be going to the park like this week because it was supposed to be open. And I'm not, was it supposed to be open by then? Or is it like still in the summer, they, like the opening date? They toted that it would be open at some point this year. Um, I'm going to have to check how, that out. Yeah, 
with how Six Flags has been with opening coasters the past couple years, I wouldn't like really bank on it. <laughs> but it will be there eventually. <laughs> they've been the Great Adventure has been really good though about like the past couple years. Like they've pretty much had like something cool and new like each year for like the last That's few good. years. Um, like last year was like the um the Wonder Woman Lasso of Truth, which is like this really big like pendulum like style ride, right. um, which I haven't been on because every time I went it was closed and like that kind of like creeped me out a little bit because I was like, how safe is this thing? <laughs> and then the summer before that was like the cyborg <coughs> ride, which I've also never been on. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know, I just like never made it on. Um, and I don't, I, it's so crazy. I honestly could not even describe. It's similar to a pendulum, but like not really. It's almost like just like a ride where um, you get lifted up and flipped around. And yeah, it's a flat, it's, it's a flat it, ride. It's not a coaster. Yeah, it, it, it's a flat ride that basically, um, it's, it, you're basically in this cube type vehicle and it just flips back and forth. And like, from what I've heard is a lot of people say it's not that fun. It just looks cool. Mm-hmm. And that like the ride itself isn't that exciting. So, I mean, I'd have to write it personally to, you know, make that decision. But that's mm-hmm. just the the tea I've heard about it and <laughs> those rides in general. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I can't uh, even, like, add to it because I haven't been on it. Right. But um, you should. I, I feel like you should try it this summer and give us, like, a report. I will. No, because, like, <laughs> I mean, definitely. this summer, it, you know, because it, it was hard because, okay, so yeah. I got my license um, April of 2019. Uh, so, like, in Jersey, you get it at 17. But, like, I didn't have my own car until the beginning of this school year in September. So now that I, I'll be able to, like, actually drive myself there, I'll definitely be able to, like, make more trips to Great Adventure. <laughs> Literally, it sounds silly. Everybody's going to be like, where's Ava? And they're like, too much of six sides again. Literally. No, because last <laughs> summer it was hard to go a bunch because I would have to rely on other people to drive me and right. things like that. And it was just hard because, you know, all my friends work. But now, like, this summer, I'm definitely going to be able to, like, meet my boyfriend and my friends already decided, like, we're going to make sure that we get there and stuff like that. So... I'm looking That's forward. Exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to be there like once every two weeks. Like, <laughs> and I definitely want to like hit everything I haven't been on, which is like just right. a couple of things. Um, but like uh, back to the coasters. Um, some of the coasters there are absolutely insane, and like a lot of the coasters at uh, Great Adventure are like a lot of enthusiasts. Like it's in their top mm-hmm. ten, or it is like their number one coaster. I know El Toro is a huge yes, one it has, that people are obsessed with. It has a lot of like, not like records or anything like that, I don't think, but like it's a lot of, um, it's, it's just, just a good coaster. It's, it's very well reviewed for a wooden coaster. Like it has like yeah. a lot of like, I don't know, it's been ranked like number one wooden roller coaster before by like some, I don't know, source. Like I'm not sure what yeah. it is. But like El Toro is fantastic. Um, it, it, it's literally like, I watched a video of it. This thing is like relentless with its speed. And like, it hurts. It, it hurts <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I believe you. Because, like, I saw the signal. I was like, this is not going to let up. Like, most coasters have, like, a mid-course brake run. And I don't even think this had a break, like, a mid-course brake nope. run. Like a, like a, <laughs> nope, it just I'm throws like, you in the whole time. <laughs> I was like, this thing is relentless. And I was like, I have to ride it. <laughs> it's awesome. So, it's in, like, the um, Mexico-themed area of um, the park, which is just, like, an area that I really like. Um, right. Just because like, I know it's like, like right beside Kimbika, like acro- like across a lake. Yes. But, but um, it's yeah, it. it's like in like the same corner or like area of the park. Um, right. But like the Mexico themed area is like really cool. Um, I just you know it's like the buildings are really nice. They play like you know Spanish kind of sounding music, which is really cool. <sighs> um, and like unique. I mean, it's you know Epcot Mexico Pavilion. Who like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but. 
you know, it's not it's not that, but um, it's also really neat. Six Flags also has like a couple of bars in the park, which is neat, which is like something mm-hmm. I feel like you don't see at like a Six Flags that often. Um, not that I can. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not like a very bars and theme parks. Like you will find them, but you're not gonna find it at every park. You and it's really, like full bars yeah. too. It's not like a walk up counter. It's like full oh, bars okay. with like that's tables. different. Yeah, and there's one in the um, Mexico area, so, like, I can't drink. <laughs> so, right. But, like, I think it's cool because, like, I'm a big college football fan. So, like, when I was going in, like, September and October, if I was there on the night of a football game, <coughs> I could still catch some of the game while I was there. Um, at, oh, that's exciting. At, like, that bar, like, I, you know, I can't, like, go in and, like, sit down because, you know, I'm only right. 18. But I could stand outside and, like, kind of just, like, watch the TV screen, which is really nice. Um, but El Toro. <laughs> so <laughs> it's really cool. Um, you know, just kind of got a simple queue and then like you walk up into like this crumbling, like Spanish kind of looking building with like all these like old style, like salsa dance or like posters and things like that. It's very like worn down. Like the, the theming in this area oh, is like I pretty good. Um, so you, you board like inside like a building, but like the building is like made to look like, you know, it's been, you know, seen some right. stuff. <laughs> And right. so you board, it just like, it looks like just like a normal wooden roller coaster, but like you said, it's pretty relentless. Um, so there's like a big drop at the middle. And something else that I really like about this one too is like, it's not just like your stereotypical, like you go up a lift hill and then like just drop to immediately off that lift hill. It's like you go right. up a lift hill and then like you're still high up and like you're still traveling for a little bit like high up and like then you turn and like make a drop, which is pretty cool because like you get to like enjoy the view like for a little bit. Um, <laughs> before the bull literally, <laughs> literally. destroys you. And the funny thing is, too, is it didn't always go as fast as it does. I think it was like two or three summers ago. Like they were pushing, you know, because I get like the local commercials for it and stuff. They kept pushing yeah. like El Toro's now, like like two times as fast. Like they, they like did something to the roller coaster to like <clears throat> upgrade it and like make it faster. Yeah. And so like I can definitely feel the difference like going a few years ago. I mean, it's always been fun, but it's like now it's like honestly, it's, where it's like it's kind of like, you know, like. <laughs> a little rough like yeah there's a lot of hills turns like you there's a lot of the times like you're going underneath the wooden tracks and like you think you're gonna hit your head like right like it's like like a lot of those i saw breakneck moments yeah yeah it really is breakneck because like this coast like i'm telling you if y'all have never seen a pov of um el toro you need to look it up because this thing is ridiculous ridiculous like <laughs> i have to ride this like i know i'm gonna have a headache get off of it and then i'm like great that was a good coaster it's one of my favorites <laughs> um but it's definitely like like you said it's relentless like and then the, kind of like towards like the the wind down i guess you want to call it uh, the, you know it starts to slow down usually a little bit towards the end like it brings you down lower to the ground um, and that's like with any coaster though usually um right and so like it t- puts you like into this turn and it's like the way that the gravity works it's like you know your neck and head like get pushed all the way in one direction like towards the center of the circle and then you know you start turning the other way and it's like your neck gets pushed the other way and it's like i noticed since they <laughs> sped this thing up like you're like you lose control like of your like <laughs> your head like at some point in the ride and like if I, you enjoy having control of any of your bodily functions do not do not ride <laughs> Um, and I think when I went in, was it the summer? No, when I went for Fright Fest in October, or maybe it was, was it late? It was late September. When I went, I was wearing, um, I usually like to wear my hair like with like a headband and like I usually wear like a scrunchie and like put like in a ponytail. And like that's right. how my hair was done. And like and it, it usually stays, like, you know, I don't have too much trouble like with it falling out. Um, and like I had to hold on to like my, my like, my like two things in my hair like, to make sure you had to like ariana like, grande hold on that pony seriously oh we love ariana grande in this house like i literally like almost lost my scrunchie like, 
it sounds so dumb. But like for a roller coaster, like, it's pretty rough. Like, you know what I mean? So Hurts like, to fling something, something out tied of your hair. Into my hair, yeah, like yeah like, what the heck like it's literally ripping something from your head yes <laughs> like that is insane but overall a fantastic <clears throat> coaster and like one of my favorites um something else i wanted to mention that i saw that was interesting was um i know that king Ka also has the drop tower zoom and jaro attached oh to yes it. i totally like skipped over that you know, it's funny. I think a lot of people do because, like, it was a later edition. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, it was. It's just, it really just kind of blends into the track itself, I think, at least. Because, like, when I see pictures, like, I have to really be looking if I want to see the Zoom and Jaro, mm-hmm. like, drop drop track. Yeah. So, I'm like, um, I know at one point, I don't know if it still is because I didn't check my facts that much. But I, I know at one point it was the world's tallest drop tower ride. Really? Wow. Well, I can um, imagine yeah. if it's attached to the yeah. world's tallest roller coaster i mean it may still be i would assume it is but like i mean i'm just saying it's also like, an interesting setup too like to have a drop tower connected to a roller coaster like it's all the same right. structure like like there's yeah, like like, like, the, <laughs> King Kong, like the, the the cars like where like the the big drop is like when it comes up the hill and like at the top like it's connected like like you right. could be on Zoom and Jara and like be at the top and like the car like comes roaring past you and over you. It's really I, strange, but very fun. That it it I have a question. I, I I'm assuming you've written. Have you written? Yes, it? one time I went on. Okay. Do do you get a lot of airtime on that drop tower? Because I know I know some drop towers, like the taller they are, the less airtime you kinda get, which sounds ridiculous but a lot of times they'll have you strapped in more just for the height i think yeah i think when i went on it i mean it's fun she's a she's right. a good time but like i think i do remember like getting off it being like oh like that wasn't i didn't get a lot of airtime on that one like but right i mean you are kind of doing a lot like again like for the height and for like the view like, <clears throat> on a clear day you can see philadelphia in pennsylvania like from no uh <laughs> like, that is crazy yeah, because it is it's pretty close like you know that's so crazy one of my good friends um she lives in uh uh, Philadelphia. She's near Kennywood. Okay. And so, that's um, why just like me being in the middle of the country where there's nothing where you could see another state <laughs> <laughs> like that, at least I'd be like, wow. <laughs> well, at least before I went on, I read that online, like on a few different sources, like on a clear day, you could see Philly. But like when I went, it was kind of overcast and I was very scared. So I think I kind of had my eyes shut when I got to the town. <laughs> so I, I cannot attest to that, but apparently you can see Philadelphia from. And that's that's a big dif- uh, distance, too. Like from right. where you are in Jersey, like that's a big, big difference. Or distance, um, not difference. Distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like there, what what's really interesting is um, Great Adventure has a lot of unique coasters. Um, there's there's kind of standard attractions that almost every Six Flags has. Um, almost every Six Flags has uh, a Batman the Ride inverted coaster. Yes. They, all, they almost all have Battle for Metropolis, which apparently is really, really fun. Yes, I, I had that one. written down in my notes. as like something I wanted to touch on about flat rides because I really enjoyed that one. It's very Most neat. Of, I've, I've heard it's a lot of fun. Um, but like, they have they have like a lot of other coasters that are really crazy, like um, Bizarro, which is like a, a floorless coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, like, I saw that it was kind of like a regular floorless coaster, but the thing to me was like, it is so much theming around the tracks of that yes coaster. it's really really cool it used to be themed oh man i'm okay i'm literally gonna google i have my computer open in front of me hold on i have to That's look fine. up <laughs> bizarro used to be called something else and i i i'm totally drawing a blank but like some of the theming has carried over like <coughs> from... right because i know 
like you go through like the the tunnels with the mist and there's yes. like fire. No, it's, oh, it was previously called Medusa. Oh, I did know that. Yes. I did know that. And it's just like it's very strange on the outside. Okay, so basically like the theming around is like okay, so it's themed after like Bizarro, like the like right, anti like Superman. Superman, yeah. Um, yeah. So like there's this really cool like comic book style and something I really like about Bizarro too is it's like totally far flung in its own corner of the park. It's not and the weird part is too is it's not in the DC themed area. Okay. Right. So I guess that from the timeline of the park being built and redone and whatever cuz I'd imagine um, you know there wasn't a Superman roller coaster on opening day. But like <laughs> right. just the way that it's kind of gone throughout the years is like now like okay so it used to be like the main DC coasters were Batman, Superman. Then, like, when I was young, they added Green Lantern, and that's all in, like, one corner of the park. But it's not very, like, DC-themed. It just kind of, like, right. all the rides are grouped together, like, in the same little corner. And then yeah. they started adding, like, the Wonder Woman, the Cyborg. Like, and this is, like, when, like, Justice League and, like, Wonder Woman were, like, right. picking up, like, traction, like, in the public eye. And, like, Battle for, uh, for Metropolis, like, was added. And, like, that's all in, like, a totally separate corner of the park that has stronger... DC theming um, and Bizarro is in totally a, a whole nother opposite corner but there's, <laughs> but there's no DC themed stuff in the area it's actually you have to walk through like the um, oh my god I'm totally blanking on like the land name but, like the frontier like west themed kind of area like to get to Bizarro no, like, Bizarro, uh, like you have to walk through it and then Bizarro is like totally it's far, literally Bizarro yeah. <laughs> it, it's like it doesn't ruin like the theming because like it's so far away but it's like you have to walk like it's so it, you have to walk to get to it, which is why I always feel like it gets kind of overlooked and like it's not usually that busy. Like you can usually get on it, get off, and like get back on, because it just, it, it just it's not like there's a lot of signs like leading you there. Like you're pretty right. much only going there if you know how to get there, which is strange. Like I think I think I really enjoy it because just I you know I'm just a theming person, but I was like. Six Flags is not super known for their, their theme parks, but they don't really theme yeah. as much as what you would think it would be. And great, um, uh, great adventure is like really decently themed. Yeah, so like for Bizarro good. to be so themed, that was pretty impressed. Um, when you walk up, it's like this huge comic book style. Like it's giant. I don't mean, I couldn't even tell you how tall it is. Um, it's like this big like cracking sign. And it's like got Bizarro on it. And it's like, huge. And so it's like it's like this not like an overhang, but it's like this huge sign like flat sign it's like you're walking underneath yeah. it and it's like it looks like it's all cracked and like ripped at the edges and stuff so it's like you have to walk it almost looks like through a comic book panel to get to it so then there's like I love there's that. like some weird theming stuff that's like left over from medusa and like i don't know what medusa was about but it seemed like the theme was just very disoriented there's like this weird like um cow figure that's just like standing upside down like on the, the, the ride building like just like, just, like weird like <laughs> random stuff um, and then you get on the ride and just like it's kind of like a typical like Florida's coaster but like it's just it's really yeah. fun because like there's all like these weird elements to it like um, like yeah. when like you go into a loop and like when you're coming out of the loop like there's like these um, little towers that like blow fire up and you can, like feel the heat on your face and then you know there's like some mists and like things like that and just like stand up props that are like bizarre things and, the, and yeah. um, so it's like when you walk into like that little area where it is it's like you walk through like that comic strip and then like you kind of have to walk a distance to get to like the loading platform which again you have to walk upstairs which is so bizarre to me um and then like the coaster extends out back out towards the panel thing so it's like when you're walking to the ride like the ride kind of goes over <coughs> your head like, as you're walking to it which is really neat oh i love that yeah but overall like a really great coaster and i really enjoy it but yeah um you mentioned green lantern and this is something i really wanted to touch on because i have a, a like a, a somewhat of a connection to green lantern mm -hmm. because um 
Green Lantern for you is a uh, B&M stand-up coaster, for those of you who don't know. Um, but Green Lantern actually used to be at a park that I, you know, uh, like, it, it, it came from a park in my state. Really? Yes. I, so, uh, I have a story about Green Lantern we'll get into. <laughs> <laughs> um, it came from uh, Kentucky Kingdom when Six Flags lost, um, when Six Flags went bankrupt and uh, said goodbye to a lot of their parks. Um, so they took out um, Green Lantern from Kentucky Kingdom and took it to Great Adventure. I so it actually that. that is so yes, cool. Um, it was originally called Chang. Wow. Um, and I call it uh, a problematic coaster because it was called Chang. It was painted yellow, and you went through a pagoda. To oh, get I thought. To oh, it. I thought you said chain, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, and I did not realize nope. you said chain. Like, like Chang. Oh, yeah, we don't like that. Yeah, I was like, well, we don't like yeah, that. Don't, they repainted it green that. for Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be named Green Lantern, but like uh, that's what it opened up as. <laughs> so yeah, it's actually a coaster that like uh, I. I never got to ride because I didn't go to Kentucky Kingdom when it's owned by Six Flags. Um, but when I would go to Louisville um, growing up, I was able to, like, we'd always drive past just because I was a big theme park nerd. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I would see Chang and I was like, wow, that's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool that, like, there's a connection to those parks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I wanted to bring that up because I think it's so cool that it, it that it lives on somewhere That's cool. Else. I, didn't, I didn't even know that. That's so neat. What the heck? Um, so Green Lantern is um, not my favorite. We're gonna get into a little story why. <laughs> Let's just say I've never actually made it onto the ride, and this is why it's not my least favorite. So okay, and I'm a big um, I'm a big DC fan, and like Green Lantern has just like never really been like a, a hero that like I was really that interested in. Like right. I've never like seen the movie with like Ryan Reynolds, I think is in it. Like yeah. I like comic. Like I'm a, a bigger Marvel person, but like I was never really that fascinated with Green Lantern. But like it does have cool theming. I don't really know the story that well, but, like, there's, like, cool, like, planes and, like, statues and things like that, like, in the queue. Like, it's a little bit better than, like, most queues, like, at Great Adventure or just any Six Flags. Um, Again, you have to, like, it's a very long queue, though, and I think they built, I remember when it opened, it was a huge deal. Like, everybody was talking about how, like, there was, like, this stand-up, like, roller coaster, like, because it was, like, we had never, like, seen something like that before. So, like, everybody, I remember, like, when I was in... I was in like elementary school or like middle school, like when it opened up, everybody was freaking out about it. I um, was saying, "Oh, you yeah, because it, it, yeah, it left Kentucky Kingdom like almost like as soon as the park closed, they were like already taken up." I, I keep, I, I personally have a hard time not calling it Chang, <laughs> and so they, they were taking up Green Lantern and moving it over to Great Adventure like as soon as that park closed. Wow. So yeah, I could definitely see it around that time. Period. Um, and what, remind me, what year did that close again? Kentucky Kingdom closed in two thousand. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That was wrong. Kentucky Kingdom closed around 2009. Yeah, and that adds up. 2008, 2009. I was like in third, fourth grade. Yeah, so like that makes sense. Because like I remember like being that young and everybody seeing, you know, because like in my area, you get a lot of Six Flags commercials and like seeing shots of people like standing up on a roller coaster. All of us were like, what the heck is going on? So let me tell my little Green Lantern story. Um, and honestly, whenever you see those TikToks where it's like, this is my trauma, like this should be mine. Um, I was in seventh grade, so I was 13. I went in July. So it was me and like my close friend at the time, and like my parents, like my brother, and like one of his friends. So like me and like my friend wanted to ride it. So everybody else was like kind of just chilling like in like that little DC area. And um, we got online. It was very, very hot summer day. 
and it was a long line. Like we waited like 45 minutes. And know, uh, you know, you had to go up all the way through the long queue. And like, I, I forgot to finish my sentence earlier. I think the queue was so long because it was so popular and they anticipated the crowds. Like, so it's a longer queue than usual for Six Flags um, outside, right. blazing hot. We got up to the top and I was so dumb. I didn't eat anything that day. Like it was like um, early afternoon. Like I just like didn't eat breakfast that day. And I also hadn't drank any water that day. I bet you could, uh, Ooh, smart I bet you could figure out where this is going. <laughs> so, you know, we're waiting. We're like probably like five minutes from getting on. Um, you know, it's probably gonna be like uh, like two more cars loaded in front of us. And the car comes back. Somebody threw, threw up and they were kind of puke when they came back. I guess just because, you know, it's a roller coaster and like that can happen. Yeah. Whatever. It's normal, like that happens. And that just kind of like turned my stomach. And then they had to clean it up. So like we were standing there for like a good another 15 minutes and the guy on the mic, something else that's interesting to me about Six Flags is like, they have operators on the mic like at every, every single like ride giving like a, you know, not like a themed spiel. That's the thing, it's like, it's not a themed spiel at all. They're kind of just like, it's a spiel. they say, yeah. um, uh, you know, like all clear and like all the attendants like put up a thumbs up and they go, all clear means you're out of here. Like it's very like. Right, it's, it's cheesy. Yeah, it's very fun. cheesy, yeah. Um, so the ride operator was like trying to entertain everybody like while they're waiting in line like and like again like you're suspended up high like on this platform like it's not like it's easy to like get out of the line you know just like right. where are you guys from and everybody was just like ew like we're watching people like clean up the and I start to not feel so good and I start seeing like black spots in my eyes and I'm like I feel like I'm gonna pass out and I grabbed my friend and I was like, we need to like get down now. And we had been waiting for like an hour. So <laughs> because the loading platforms are suspended 50 million feet up in the air, we had to go down like three flights of stairs. <laughs> and I'm like starting- I don't mean to laugh, but that's so, okay. that's sad. I was starting to pass out while I was leaving the queue for this ride because it was so high and I just watched that happen. So I'm like tripping over people, like walking, because there's no like easy way to exit. So it's like, we were basically walking backwards through the line and I felt so bad to be disturbing people. But you know, and I was desperately trying to get out because I did not feel well. And I was tripping over people's feet in the line just because there were so many people in the line that day. And so we got out and like right immediately outside that area, there's like like a walk up like food counter, like with some tables, like where my family was sitting. I sat down at the table where my family was sitting and I passed out because it was just so, no. it was so hot. It was insane. And then I like opened up my <clears throat> eyes and everybody was just like staring at me. And I was like, what's going on? And they were like, you just like blacked out. <laughs> and I've never passed out before. I haven't done it since like, it was just the heat and then like watching that happen. So Green, it just green got Lantern is not my <laughs> I got so close to getting on and I just like passed out. Like, and my family um, was like, drink this Sprite. And I like felt better. <laughs> and then I carried on. Um, something really cool about uh, about um, Green Lantern though is is it is one of the last stand-up coasters left in the country. Really? There there are very, very few. They there used There used to be quite a few of them and now it is almost impossible to find one. I think Six Flags Over Georgia still has one, and uh, you guys still have one, and that might be it. It's definitely like, not as popular as it was when it first opened. Right, but they they just, most of them are gone, or most of them, most of the old stand-up coasters around the country have been converted into floorless coasters, just like Bizarro. Mm -hmm. so, I like that style better. <clears throat> Most people do. Most people do. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was super cool that uh, it came from one of my local parks so all the way over to you Thank guys. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't even know that. That's so cool. Welcome. Now you can tell me, like, did you know that Green Lantern came from Kentucky? Yeah, my friends are going to be like, we don't care. 
I'm like, what's a Kentucky? They're literally like, what? What part? I don't know what that is. Where's Kentucky? <laughs> um, um, I'll, send you, I'll send you old pictures I have of Yes, later. please it's do. Cool. My boyfriend will be like, that's so interesting. Because <laughs> he's supportive. Um, okay, so like, is there any other like specific coasters you want to talk about? Because I wanted to talk about Nitro a little bit. Because that's my personal Actually, favorite. yes. Um, there, yeah, yeah. I, we'll definitely talk about Nitro. There's only two more I wanted to talk about. One was The Dark Knight, just because... Um, it's very, it's very unique. Um, I know a lot of Six Flags parks either did have it and don't anymore, or, um, it's, or very few got the Dark Knight coaster where it's that indoor wild mouth with all the theming mm-hmm. and Batman and all that. I just think it's interesting that it exists. Yeah. Um, it's definitely strange because I feel like Dark Knight, again, it's like a movie that came out like over 10 years ago now. So it's like, it's interesting to still see like a, an attraction Especially to have like a generic <coughs> Batman coaster, which is, yeah. to be honest, not that great. I mean, it's, it's fun for what it is, but there's nothing unique right. about it. I don't like it. I've never really had a good time on it. I mean, the only cool thing is like you get to like the loading platform, like looks like the Batcave, but like it's weird to have like a Batman roller coaster and then, like right across the way it's like a Dark Knight themed coaster. Right, because um, like it's 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 very. I think it's interesting that it's specifically based on that movie and not like basic comic book yeah Batman, no it's very specific to that better. movie yeah but the theming's really good i i've been on it one time i only got on it for the first time i don't know why i was always afraid to go on it even though it's like an indoor tank coaster i don't know something about i would rather go on <coughs> like and get shoved on like a tall outside roller coaster and like do an indoor one because like i'm like a very i don't get scared of like heights or anything i get scared of like like the unknown like, the unknown and like things yeah. jumping at me and things like that so I was always so reluctant to go on it, and then I went over on it over the summer, and it was fun. I mean, just like you know, a typical like indoor coaster. I mean, I mean, it's just a basic wild mouse coaster. In, yeah, in a building, there's just like some like... Batman theming, like nothing crazy, and it's definitely like one of those things where it's like it's so dark. You ever like get on an indoor coaster and it's like everything's so dark and the theming is kind of all over the place? Like you get off and you're like, that felt like a fever dream. Like it was just so. Strange. Yes, I have done that. It's That's like what Rock and Roll Coaster was like for me. Yeah, I'm like... Rock and Roll Coaster was like that too. Like it's just like. <laughs> I, you about, get off and you're like, what was that? Yeah, and then you're like, what? Did that look like that? And then it's like, if you watch a POV, like, you can't tell because, you know, POVs of indoor coasters are usually yeah, so bad. Yeah, you can't like, see anything. <laughs> uh, and then one. the other one I want to talk about was another indoor coaster, which is uh, Skull Mountain. Is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, Skull Mountain is actually like, okay, very strange, but like pretty cool. Um, I just saw it and I was like, that's weird. I want to talk about weird. it because it makes no sense it, to me. Okay. The theming... I don't even know. <laughs> okay. So basically... I watched the POV and I was like, huh. Yeah. So, okay. I still the don't get outside it. <laughs> of it is awesome. It's like easily like my favorite like exterior to the attraction at Six Flags. It's like this huge... Imagine like Skull Rock from Peter Pan, like for people listening. It kind of looks like that. So it's just like this huge skull shaped like rock formation like in the middle of the park. Um, and you enter in like... A, okay. I'm a sucker for like anything with like a water feature. You have like a waterfall. I am waterfall too. And, like a hotel in a in a ride anything anything with water I'm, I'm like, gonna walk straight up to it I literally okay so there's like a waterfall like falling like on the exterior too so like, it's very like the exterior theming is really neat so you go in and like you're thinking it's gonna be like pirate themed so you're walking through the queue and it's like almost like if you do mini golf you know and it's like there will be openings in like rock walls and like waterfalls falling over it yeah and like <laughs> listen I love the smell of bromine water <laughs> oh if that was candled, I would buy it. I would too. Like, it is ridiculous. I, stop. I remember when I went I went to Pirates. Uh, once, I went to Pirates. I went to Disney World. <laughs> 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 um, last year with one of my best friends and my mom like as a birthday thing. It was very, we hyped it up a lot. We saved up a lot of money to go. And um, 
we went on pirates and there's like a water fountain like somewhere in the queue line and I needed water. So I refilled the water bottle and I went to take a sip of it and I smelled it and it smelled like bromine water. And I was like, I'm not drinking this, but hey, smell it. It smells like the ride. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll just sit Like my friends would like send me memes. Like if they ever see TikToks, so it's like, what are your favorite smells? And somebody's like, like the, the pirates water. Like my friends, pirates, my friends will sign yeah, it to me it, it, it makes them think of me. Like my non theme so friends good. see like anything with pirates water, they like send it, like they know, like that's how bad it is. So it's like, it's cool because like you get like a little bit like that water smell, like when you're in it, like anything like cavey, yeah. piratey water, like in a theme park, I love it. I go nuts for it. And I think that's also why I like mini golf, it's like pirate themed and stuff. So that's I do too, like, I do too, I feel you. expecting when you're walking in and then you board kind of, it's very dark and it's very cavey looking. You board you know, on the inside and it's an indoor roller coaster and it's like a, it almost looks like a minecart kind of like vehicle. So just like you sit in it and like, the theming from there, your guess is as good as mine. You just see like some. <laughs> so it was like skulls, skulls and lights. And skeletons, and... and they're playing like really bad, like rock heavy, like rock music in your ears. I saw that. And it's just like not a good soundtrack. And like, I don't know, it's just like random <laughs> lights cast on like different skulls. Like there's like a tiki skull, and then like one with like a disco thing. And it's just like, it was such a good opportunity to have like a pirate themed thing. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's just, just not. not. But it sucks because the exterior theming is so neat. The building itself is so neat. Like when you're going into like the first, okay, so like they launch you off, right? Well, they don't launch you. They like yeah. board you. So it's like you start, you're, yeah, you, they, they you start like in the dark and then like you enter like a lighter area with like, like I said, it's kind of like the exterior of the ride. It's rock, but like there's breaks in the rocks. So it's like cool because like you can see inside there's like a skeleton hanging on the wall. It's very piratey. And then, like, you see, yeah. like, the opening to go back into the ride. It's very dark and ominous. It's, like, very exciting. And then you get in. It's, like, this stupid ride. <laughs> like, no offense, School Mountain. Like, I love... I, I will literally go on it just for the water smell. Like, and, like, the theme. Like, I just love the... It's just so weird. I had to talk about it. I was, like, I watched it. I was, like, what is this? I will go on it literally just because I like the queue. Like... I love that. It's very weird. It's very short. Um, it's a good time. Whatever. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm surprised I'm willing to go on that one instead of um, Dark Knight. The Dark yeah. Knight. <laughs> um, but anyway, you were talking about Nitro. I ha We have to talk about Nitro. I know it's a, I think it's a B&M. I know it's a hyper, but like, it looks amazing. It is, if I could call a roller coaster gorgeous, I don't know if I can. It's gorgeous. Like. <laughs> oh, no, I think you can. So it's just very smooth. It's like, there's nothing like, I don't think there's any records or anything like that attached to it. It's just like, it's fun like I don't know how to put it like so it's in kind of like again like its own kind of area of the park like it's on the edge um and it's just very smooth like right. steel coaster um uh, a very big long lift hill and you get some really nice views and the cool thing about Six Flags is like there's a lake around it so you're like right next to the lake so you get some really nice views of that um which is cool because it's like I don't know like the setup is just like you know what I mean? Like when it's nice to like be on a ride at a theme park and it's like you're in like this far flung corner where it's like nobody's really there. Yeah. So, like, that's the nice thing about Nitro is like you're not always aware of the fact that like you're surrounded by people like because you're going into like that forested like lake kind of area. It's pretty. Yeah, it's very and, pretty. like it's kind of like chill. It is chill, but it's also super fun and thrilling and it doesn't even go upside down, but it's still extremely, extremely thrilling and like easily like my favorite of the park. Um, I really don't even know what else to say beyond that. Like, it's just fun. Like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's kind of your typical hypercoaster, yes. like up, down, up, down, around, up, down, mm -hmm. up, down. Like, that, that's, it's, it's very, it's very the same. Like, if you guys have ever seen, like, 
Diamondback at King's Island or uh, Apollo's Chariot at uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. It's very that, but like it's just a really, it just looks like a really good hypercoaster. Yes. Like it's, it's, it just, I, and all I've heard is great things it's about so it. I've heard it's a really good so ride much. and that everybody should like. I love it literally just for the fact that like they're sending you into like that. <sighs> non-crowded area of the park it's like you're kind of just like on a lake like i just love the views like the views are really nice right and since the lift hill is so long it's kind of like it's not as steep so it's just it's like a nice relaxing i don't even know how long you're 30 something maybe even a minute going up on the lift hill just like it's so nice to like look around and just like take a breather Um, because like a lot of the other ones like el toro it's so wild and bizarre it's like you're flipping over top of people like it's like a nice thing in itself Right, it's it's a different kind of thrill that you're not getting from the other coasters mm-hmm. in the park, and I I think that um, pretty much even like covers I think most of the coasters. Not yeah, I was like, them, what's crazy? Is, yeah, I was like, we haven't even talked about all of them, but honestly, th- those are the ones that are, those are the ones that I think are like the big the uh, heavy hitters yes. to talk. Yeah, um, but you were talking about flat rides earlier. Are there any like really interesting flat rides you want to talk about? There is this really neat flat ride I want to talk about. So I don't okay. know if it exists in any other Six Flags parks, but it's called. Houdini's wait. Yes, I was so hoping I had it written down. Houdini's yes, Houdini's Great Escape. It is so interesting and like why it's there, I don't know. Like it's not in any particular because the thing about like a lot of these rides at Great Adventures, like they fit into like a certain category, like King the Cause and like the Jungle, like El Toro's like in the Mexico era. There's just a random ride about famed magician Harry Houdini, and it's in like. (laughs) So they, they kind of have like almost like a main street type area with like all shops and like a nice fountain. It's like it's like they're they're high. Right. It's like right off of that, like near the Ferris wheel. Like it, it does not match. There's no creepy magician land. Like creepy magician. I don't know the guy's name on TikTok, but somebody draws like Disney ride concepts that are so beautifully done. Like in, he does like digital art, like mock-ups. He oh, needs I, yeah, to I make creepy about. magician land and show me what it looks like. Yes. Or maybe imagineering in a box Khan Academy thing I've been meaning to do. Have you heard about this? Yes. Yes, I did it. I did it. Um, I actually uh, sent it out to the kids I work with um, for them oh, to try. So um, but yeah, I I did the I did the first one before I sent it out to see if it was like too mm-hmm. difficult. It's really fun. Like, I mean, it's a lot of like um, pen and paper mm-hmm. kind of deal, but it's still really enjoyable. But fair warning, they are two hours long. Really? <laughs> and there's like oh, five. that's fine with me. <laughs> It's perfect for right now for quarantine. But somebody, whatnot, somebody, get on there. Whoever's listening, get on Imagineering in a box. Make me creepy, creepy magician land, please. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. We need like a. Isn't Chris Angel like the name of one of them? We need like a Chris Angel ride. Yes. We need like Chris Angel. Give me like and, Harry like, Houdini. David Copperfield. Give me like Harry Houdini, like the coaster, like something. Yeah. You know what's funny is that um, they there was actually. Uh, a haunt at uh, Knott's Berry Farm for their Halloween event, Knott's Scary Farm, uh, and it was called Black Magic, and it was themed to like Harry Houdini so cool. and He's like so strange. It's so I had always heard of him, but like this attraction goes deeper into it. It's he's very interesting. It's very he's very eccentric. Very eccentric, yeah, like spooky. So um, basically, the way it works, like you approach, um, <coughs> like I said, it's in a strange area of the park. Um, it's um so you enter like a queue which is just like outside in, like a very nice like upkept garden and it's like you you're basically walking into like just like what looks like a very pretty maybe like older fashioned house um and right. you walk into this room it has like a fireplace and like 
like all like magic type sets and props like boxes with chains and like uh, like one of those like water tanks that you would use like to be like oh right. can I escape the straitjacket or whatever things like that so you know you get up very good yes, but, but like very nice so you get ushered into the room then they shut the doors and then like it's similar to like Haunted Mansion where it's like it kind of like the lights kind of like cut and like they kind of start narrating what's going on in the room um yeah it's a pre-show it's honestly like, I mean, yeah. like Haunted Mansion's like really cool and all but like you know, in Haunted Mansion, it's like you're kind of just getting ushered like to the center of like a plain room, and like you're just seeing basically like right. the thing hanging above you, the person hanging above you, like you, and the you, paintings. You have the stretching room, but like here, it's like it's a full blown room with like all these different props, and like it's it's not like a circular room, like it's a you know it's a. I saw like it's very it's very themed. yes, like it it's is really cool. And it's um, so you kind of just have like this spooky narrator <laughs> who's talking. And I'm trying to remember now because it's been a while since I've been on it, but you know it's kind of just like talking about like. Houdini's spirit and just like, like keeping his like things alive and seeing like if you could survive and just like you know stuff like that and so some of the right. props start to like react to like the voice and things like that so like you know the photos that you know just look like normal photos in the frames like will start moving like the fireplace will like go off on and off like the water tank like there'll be like a spotlight goes on the water tank and like the chain with the box like starts moving a little bit it's like you know, little spooky effects. I love that. But the that. nice thing is, it's not so deeply scary that like you couldn't take a kid on it, you know, which right. is fun. It's 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 that it's spooky and not yes. scary. Is yes. what I would say. Like I honestly think a child would be more afraid of like haunted mansion than like they would of this. Um, right. So then you get ushered into like this other room. So basically, like the whole point of the ride is to just like do a really cool optical illusion. So they bring yeah. you into like this other room then, and like you sit and like they look like almost like church pew like benches like these long wooden benches and like there's one on each side of the room so there, or there's two so it's like it'll be like two rows on each side of the room and like there's like a wooden panel in front of you almost like you're getting to a ride vehicle but like there's no seat belts or anything yeah um because it's it's all yeah it's all it's all it's illusion not... it's not like you're actually like gonna be moving around that much um and there's like it's like again like it's very deeply themed like windows paintings things like that and so like the way the effect works is like yeah, you know, it's just like it's basically just like the gist of it is like spooky stuff is happening. There's like there's right. like a gypsy kind of thing like in a crystal ball. It's very haunted mansion like kind of esque. And um, yeah, it's just like ah, oh, Houdini's spirit is here, and it's like just things start to move and lights and lighting uh, make it look like it's like storming and stuff. And, <clears throat> so basically, like the way it works is like the floor moves a little bit and like the walls move a little bit. So it looks like <clears throat> it's almost like when you walk into like one of those tunnels with like the spinning walls around it, it feels like you're, it yeah, feels like, like you're moving. The room rotates around you, but it feels like you're flipping upside it does. down. Or like it gives you that sensation. Yeah, and like, it's just like a bunch of cool effects and like it just does that. And it's again, one of those things where it's like, it feels like a fever dream because like you're totally like inside and like, you know, it's like when you- you get, I'm sure you get like really into it. And then when you get out, you're like, oh yeah. yeah. Like this is the real world. <laughs> That wasn't yeah. real. <laughs> no, like, especially because like I feel like when you see like those tunnel things are like carnivals or like the Ripley's Believe in, it's like, and you know it's a it's an illusion because yeah. like there's no theming. It's just like you see people walking across the metal bench or whatever or the right. Walkway. Like a lot of haunted houses have them. But like so. this one is really cool because it's so deeply themed and there's so many things on the walls. It's like you get like lost just like staring at like one thing. Like you know what I mean? Like it's very neat and it's very right. unique and it's like I couldn't even, why is it a great adventure i couldn't even tell you but i'm glad it is because it's very right. interesting and cool it it's, gets very overlooked again because six flags is so widely yeah. known for like their roller coasters it's like when i go thrills. with my friends nobody's like hey let's go on houdini's great escape everybody's like let's get on team to cop <laughs> but 
I was, and I had always, like, always overlooked it too because it's again like it's not yeah. that advertised and there's not a lot of signs pointing you towards it you really have to like walk up to it to like find out what it is um and what's I'm crazy about this <laughs> what's crazy about this attraction is um it for all of you like coaster and deep deep theme park nerds it's a madhouse so for those of you who know what that means it's a madhouse um but that's the type of attraction it's called and there are very very few of them in the u.s like they're like all over the the uk like that like alton towers which is a big park in the uk it is best known for a ride called hex which is this ride but on a much grander and larger scale um and what like what's really crazy is like like I've always wanted to go on one of these attractions but they are like almost impossible to find anywhere in the US um and so like it's really cool that they have it because I was I wasn't sure what to expect and now I'm just uh, I'm obsessed with it it's so cool it's so well themed it's almost like I wouldn't say Disney level, but like it could get there, you know, like with a little. Oh my! Like, like, can so you that's imagine really like, if Disney it. like made a version of like, like if Disney made an attraction in this style, it would be insane. Yes. I don't know what you could theme it after, but it would definitely have to be something like spookyish, you know. Oh, most definitely, it would definitely have to be like, oh, you know, I I think I know I know what it could be themed toward, but nobody would get what? it. Um, li- little fun uh, side note for everybody: Disney made two horror movies. In I the saw that you talked about this the other day, and I was like, what? The yes. Fuck? They made two horror movies. One was called um, The Watcher in the Woods. And uh, you can find that on a certain website that I'm not going to spill the beans <laughs> on. But let's just say you watch videos on it because I don't want it to get taken down. Um, and then there's another one called uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes. And it was themed to like a dark evil carnival. So it would definitely fit Something Wicked This Way Comes very, very That'd well. That would be cool. Um, so that would be really They fun. would definitely like never do it just because it's not a recognizable um, property. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Like neither one of those movies are even on, are even on Disney Plus. They're like, mm, let's not put our but horror movies on there. Everybody always says, like, because, you know, like, Universal's really awesome all, like, their spooky stuff, like, with, um... Right. Uh, HHN or whatever. But, like... Yeah. Like, and people always say, like, can you imagine, like, with, with how good Disney is at making things and creating these amazing... If they tried to make something that was mind-bogglingly, like, scary, like, how insanely good it would be like but they can't like it's not their it's right. not their branding it's not what they do but can you it's imagine if they've made they tried it once and it didn't work yeah like, but like you know what i mean like can you imagine like if they were like imagineers the make a haunted yeah. house for a special event that is people will pee themselves like how scared they're like it would be amazing but they just you know would it would never, be absolutely because it's, insane yeah um the only place they do do that in the disney parks is um t- uh, japan they do, yeah. I'm pretty oh, wait, sure. Oh wait, is Japan. that the castle tour? Japan or Hong Kong? It, uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, the well, the castle tour was super cool, but they actually make a haunted house um, every what? year. And at one point, they had multiple haunted houses. What the, in the heck? Park. I've never. But been the only reason, <laughs> I think it's Hong. I think it's Hong Kong, and not. Uh, 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 maybe Tokyo. that's why. Yeah, I've it's Hong Kong. Because I feel like Hong Kong usually but, gets overlooked. It does, but like um, since the Chinese government is uh, like part of it they want a Halloween event because Halloween's very mm-hmm. big and so they uh, and so they they do it they, they do haunts uh, I'll send you a PLB yeah. later like, wait you I, should do I, a, yeah, it's you should do cool. like a TikTok or something about that it's like something else I this will. isn't that Six Flags related at all but like something else that I just found out about the other was it yesterday I was looking like I the, there's all these like niche Disney things that are defunct that I had never heard of before I heard of this thing called the Toy Story Funhouse and I was like what the heck is that it was in Tomorrowland around the time that like Toy Story came out and it was like a meet and greet area in Tomorrowland with like like oversized toys and like I've I never am a tried and true like, huge Disney fan 
And it's like a defunct thing. Like I had never ever heard of. And I think I've heard of a lot of defunct things. Watching watching right. YouTube videos and like just being me. I think I know a fair share of pretty much every defunct thing there. But it's like I'd never heard of it before. And I was like, what the heck? You should look it up. It was pretty. I will. I've never heard of that major substance. It was just like a meet and greet error. But it's like, how have I never heard of this? But like, still, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, something I know a lot... Of, I'll do a TikTok about this, because I know a lot of people don't know about it. Goosebumps had a presence yes, in Hollywood oh Studios gosh, for a while. so... I, I remember that. Had a house of mirrors and a show and, and everything. Teenage, like, super uh, cool. Ninja Turtles, too, like, in Hollywood yes. Studios. And Tom and Jerry. Yes. Um, but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... We should definitely do another, the like, flat- Disney-related thing together one day. <laughs> oh, you're definitely... Yeah, you're definitely coming back on for another Disney thing. <laughs> Um, but another flat ride I wanted to talk about because it's very unique and it's almost impossible to find in the U.S. anymore. Like, they, they were plentiful at one time, but now it's almost impossible is the parachute attraction. Oh, yeah. Um, because, I mean, I, I know it's not a super big thrill, but, like, it's just, it's such a rare ride that, mm-hmm. like, you, you can't find them anymore. Like, Knott's Berry Farm used to have one in California and it, they had a whole ceremony for when they tore it down. Oh, my. Well, so, why? If like, it was so beloved, why would they take it down? Well, like what was it taking it was down just, for? I mean, but basically, it's just you know, it wasn't it wasn't getting a lot of people. Oh, like, okay. it was an icon of the park for being so big, but like it wasn't a popular attraction. Oh, okay. yeah. it's very hard to get repair parts for just because this ride is almost non-existent mm-hmm. in the country anymore. I'd love to and learn so more that's about why I think Knott's. I feel like I don't know enough. Not not to such an interesting park. I would yeah. I'll I'll um I I'll send you some videos because there's some really good history videos mm-hmm. on knots. Um, but yeah, are there are there any that like specific flat, flat rides that you think are worth mentioning the swings at six flags it's just like kind of like normal swing there's no theming to it but their swings are just like so insanely high it's awesome oh is this the uh um oh my gosh i don't know what it's called I'm, i have a map in front of me because i know it's i know it's lasso of truth at a lot of parks um, but your lasso of truth is a different attraction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's um, like a pendulum, like I was saying earlier. Yeah. What the heck is it called? Oh my lord! It's just a. It's just like it swings, like. But the a skyscraper. Yeah, it, that's what it's called. I just found it. That's what it's called. Yeah. It is so tall, and the views from the top are so gorgeous of just like all like the greenery and things like that. Um, because like Jackson like isn't like a super. I mean, like I know there's like a high school and like people live there. Like I've met people who live there before, but like. Right. The area around Six Flags, it's like there's a huge lake. It's a lot of green space around Six Flags. So the views are like really stunning. And like, it's nothing crazy. It just swings and <coughs> go ridiculously high. Um, it's just pretty. It's, very, the, it's just it's a very pretty. Calming, relaxing. Like, it's definitely one of those things. Just like when I get up there, it's like, I wish I could look at this view like forever. Um, so, like, that's really cool. Right. You're like, wow, I feel like a bird. And something else that I really <laughs> love about Six Flags too is like their skyway, which are just like. Um, gondolas i forget that they have a skyway they That's have a sky too, ride. i'm just like a sucker for anything where it's like i could have a nice view for a while and take you from one end of the park to the other I am too. it's very efficient really nice um and i any kind of like observation ride i am here yes for. no um totally but um and i went on it during i mean like we'll talk about fright fest later which is like a halloween special event but like i went on it during that and like during that special event there's like lots of different themed areas of a fog and colored lights at nighttime and like it was very cool like get on the skyway like at night and like watch it like below you going on um <laughs> watch people running away something in else weird though <laughs> and like every time i'm there i like think i'm crazy because like i'm not sure if i'm even remembering it correctly for years when I was going, okay, so do you remember um, the music um, in the, how do I even describe this? The Disney DVD commercial short clip, whatever, where it was like, 
Peter Pan at the beginning. It's like, here we go. And it's like the music where it's like, yeah, yeah. And it's like showing all the different Disney rides. And it's like promoting like yeah. Disney DVDs. I swear to God, not like with the vocals and like the, the dialogue. Right. But I swear <laughs> on my life, the, the Skyway used to like, the cue music is just like very like adventurous, like epic, like music. And it's like, I swear they used to play that song. And now every time I go, I hear music that's similar to it. I'm like, am I crazy? Because like, I remember like being a kid and like, I and, like especially like, I feel like when you're a kid, you don't necessarily like, make those kind of connections. Like I remember being like 10, 12 and like listening to like, that's the music from like that old Disney DVD commercial. <clears throat> well, like um, at Kings Island on their their swing ride, um, which is called um, um, Windseeker, they play the E.T. theme and the Harry Potter theme. What the heck? Or like, oh my god, <coughs> that thing at SeaWorld where it plays the Beetlejuice music and it like makes no sense. Do you know what I'm talking yes! about? The yes! Yes, the Escape uh, from uh, Atlantis or like whatever it's called. Yeah, Escape from Atlantis. And like on the lift hill, they play like the Beetlejuice theme, which like does not it's match. It's so weird. It's like a like an ancient like you know <coughs> mythology themed ride, and they play like the Beetlejuice yeah. theme, like it does not match at all. And it's at and only, it's like so it's only like, in this turn on the roof, and then it's just. <laughs> and then like I love when theme parks have weird and stuff like that. Like we don't stand her, so it's like you don't deserve the rights. No, we, we don't. The rights to the Beetlejuice theme, which is iconic in itself. I wish, I wish Universal did more with Beetlejuice. Oh my gosh. I do too. Um, but yeah, this guy was uh, deserves more. <laughs> Beetlejuice no, that's stands awesome. rise up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but speak, uh, since you brought up special events, uh, what special events do uh, just the park Okay, hold? so they have two special events. Um, so since it is, like, not a full year-round um, season. Right, it's, it's, it's not a 360 yeah, it's park. Limited. It's a seasonal um, park. So they run Fright Fest, which is from, like... September, like begin, like mid September to the end. It's not like Disney where they start in August. <laughs> it's um, it's like mid September <laughs> through um Halloween, which is obviously the end of October. Um, it's their Halloween special event, and then they do something called Holiday at the Park, or is it Holiday in the Park? Uh, I can't really remember. And yeah. it starts. I think like, so because they also do it in November Georgia. through December, and then like the first week of January they do it too, and that's like a Christmas uh, holiday like themed event. Oh, yeah. that's fun. I love that. I uh, Kings Island has Winterfest, which I go to, and it's beautiful, and I enjoy it. But they also have Halloween Haunt, which I personally enjoy more because I like I, I like scary stuff. But like, mm -hmm. um, no, I love I, I love when parks have special events to like bring you in later in the year, and it's always like something to super look forward to. So I mm -hmm. love that. And I honestly think that Six Flags like Holiday at the Park. I think it's only been running for a couple years. Like I think it's fairly new. Um, I think it's only been like yeah. a few years they've been doing it. But Fright Fest has been. Uh, I would not be surprised if, like, the majority of the money that Great Adventure makes is off of, like, the Fright Fest, like, season, because it is, like, people who don't go to Six Flags will go to Six Flags just for Fright Fest. Like, it is a huge thing to do, like, where I live, like, on the Jersey Shore, like, Central Jersey, South Jersey, anywhere in Jersey. All of New Jersey, like, loves Fright Fest. And, like, you always see commercials for it, radio ads um, on the Coca-Cola cans. Like, they have, like, Six Flags partnerships. So it's, like, you can get coupons and things on, like, Coca-Cola cans around that time. Um... So that's like a huge event. So like, if you want, I could like share like a little bit more about that. Almost definitely, I would okay. love to learn a little bit more I don't know about. Yeah, like any specific questions? But, like, I have a whole bunch of, like notes written down, like about things I want to say. Oh, share share whatever okay. you would like to so, share. First off, the bat. The decor is like really cool, and like the theming throughout the park. They die. Okay, so like there's this really pretty fountain at the front of the park. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They die. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they die. Um, I'm just kidding. The fountain at the beginning of the park, 
um, red. So it's like usually like this beautiful like teal fountain and then they turn it red for um, like, you know, like to be like blood or whatever. Um, yeah. And so another thing about breakfast is like, it doesn't run all day. It starts like when nightfall happens, which is good too. Cause it's like, you can take your little kids like in the beginning of the day if you want. And then like when Fright Fest starts, like you can leave, like if that's not your scene. Um, right. So the decor is really cool. They got like cobwebs, like, you know, like your normal headstones and the flower things and you know, like just normal, basic. Right decor which is cool your Halloween um, stuff and so basically they make like a big announcement like when it's about to start and it's like very creepy and like it took me I had to work up a lot of courage to be able to go because like I'm just like I said like it's not like I'm afraid of heights or anything I'm afraid of like the unknown I'm afraid of getting jumped at things like that so right. I went with some friends from work for the first time like this past season and like they make like this big announcement and it was like Fright Fest is like now starting like it's kind of like there's a creepy voice announcement and it starts and so it's basically like telling everybody in the park you're not here for Fright Fest get out <laughs> before it gets scary right um, and so like each area of the park turns into like a specific theme and it's actually really cool like if you go on their website like I think it changes like slightly every year but it's like they have different backstories and different themes to like each area of the park even areas that like aren't usually like their own land because like clearly you have like your jungle area or, like your mexico area but like even like there are some areas where it's like right. just walkways like there's no attractions no restaurants it's just like simple it's just like space in the park where it's like you need to walk to get here or there like areas on the lake they theme like every right. inch of the park except for the kids area kids area does not get themed it's like left like that on purpose i think you know so not to right. terrify kids um and uh so they give like really cool backstories and like you know, like there's specific scare actors and props and things like in each area. Um, you know, like uh, the 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 bride who killed her husband area. Like, you know, and it's like you would see like a scare actor like dress up as a right. bride and like oh my least favorite the carnival area, which has like you know your typical carnivaly type rides <laughs> and food gets turned into the clown area, which is <laughs> I laugh because I worked in a haunted house for six years and I led that area like. It was my area. I designed it. I let it, like, I scared the poop out of people. I love that. Oh, it's my <laughs> least favorite part. Um, just thinking like that. Um, and I went with friends. And I told them before we went, I was like, listen, guys, I love Six Flags, but I'm out on a limb here going. I was like, I'm going to use you guys as hum- human shields. You're going to be so proud of me. And Six Flags has so, I can't even tell you, so many scare actors during Fright Fest. Like, a ridiculous amount. In every area, like, it is hard to avoid them. I did not get scared by anyone. I didn't get a pro. I like came out on top, like because I I don't like getting scared. Like, and I, right. I don't know how I did. I successfully like dodged every scare act. Like I was fine. I was looking around. It was so bad. It got to the point where it's like we'd be like walking down like a you know just like a you know a cobblestone like street, and I'd be like looking yeah. at all angles like making sure nobody's gonna come up like on me and like and it worked watch your back like seriously like i watched so many people just be like oblivious and like get scared well it's just like i guess part of the fun but like for me i'd black out um again so right <laughs> um, I, we don't need that know, again but, like i was always like being very observant of like where i was and like what kind of things were around me that's like i didn't want to get scared especially like in the clown area they have like these weird like boxes set up it's usually just like a very open area like it's just very open like street or like whatever you want to call it. i don't yeah. know what you want to call it like a pathway um but like they have like these big boxes set up with like carnival patterns printed on them and like there were scare actors inside of them so it's like you were walking by one like they would come out of the box and i was like oh no i was like i walked on the <laughs> other end so some people like to get scared and stuff but i don't like that so it was i i honestly like patted myself on the back for that one um the vibes <laughs> 
let's just talk about the vibes for a second during Fright Fest. It's just really cool. There's a lot of fog effects. Like, like I said, you ride the Skyway during Fright Fest and you're just like looking around. It's like a fever dream because like you're just, it's very like, because there's so much fog. It's just like this like haze, like all, all over the park with like all these different color lights and stuff. Like it just, it's really, really cool. Um, they also have some like really cool entertainment during Fright Fest, which is like, when I go to Six Flags, I mean, like, they're not known for putting on, like, shows necessarily, like, other places are. Right. Like, when you go to Disney or Universal, it's like, you watch, like, a sit-down show or a musical. Like, Six Flags, let's be honest. Yeah. It's not that great. So, they don't really... And you're not really there, not for there shows, for that. but it's good that they um, offer them. And it, it's honestly, like, I think as the years have gone on, it's gotten, like, to be less and less and less. Um, but they did have some really cool entertainment during Fright Fest. It was, like, it was really fun to, like, see different musicians and, like... Uh, like stilt walkers and things like that like in the area um there was this really sick like band that we watched play and like me and like all my friends from work who went like we really like rock music like we put it on like at work like you know we just like we like all bonded like through just like loving like you know older like rock music and so like they had like this right. cool band that like uh they didn't even play like rock music necessarily it was just like really intense like drums and like it was kind of like more hardcore stuff and they were like playing and it had like these fire yeah. effects and they had like cool like like tiki kind of like skull like makeup and it just like was so cool like they were playing the drums so good we like sat there for like 40 minutes and like watched them play just because they were like so cool so it's like i think six flags really ups their game with entertainment when there's seasonal events but that also might be to try to like draw people out of lines because it gets so crowded um right. that's like unfortunately like on pride fest it gets extremely crowded that's just the yeah, reality um, of it yeah uh, but, you know, that's what happens when you're not charging extra for the special event. It's just, like, anybody could go with a ticket. Um, right. Yeah, Fright Fest is really cool. It's, like, a cultural, like, it's, like, a New Jersey thing. Like, you know, if you if you had to, like, say the cornerstones of New Jersey, it's, like, bagel, kitchen, <coughs> Fright Fest. Like, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that was funny. <laughs> bagel, ocean, that's Fright all Fest. We are. That's it. What a combination. <laughs> Um, yeah, did you have, like, any other, like, specific, like, questions or anything about Fright Fest? Uh, no, but I think that, I think that's super cool to, like, hear about all the current offerings. Mm -hmm. I think we have finally made it to our final segment, which is our fun lightning round questions. Do you think you're ready for it? I am so ready for it. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, uh, level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. And your mic set. Go. Favorite coaster? Nitro. Favorite flat ride? Houdini. Uh, favorite food at the park? Funnel cakes or Coke Freestyle because they have a standalone building that's like the Coke Freestyle with like the machines. Or Takis because they oh my gosh. sponsor Six Flags so you can get Takis at a lot of stores. So I have three favorite <laughs> I love <things>. that. <laughs> uh, favorite meet and greet? Uh, anytime that they have DC characters out like Wonder Woman or Batman. I love that. Um, uh, favorite special event? Fright Fest. And uh, the last one I have is favorite animal to see at the park. <laughs> Can I tell my tiger story? <laughs> yes, please tell your tiger story. Uh, I was really little. I like seeing tigers and lions because like that's you don't have to go on the safari to see them. Usually they have them in the jungle area of the park. When I was really right. little, they had um, like tigers there, and the glass was really really high, so it's like you walk like right up to them, and you were separated by like this very long pane of glass. So you know you were like you could put your hand on the glass and they were like less than an inch away from you. Um, and I was sitting right. in front of it and I was so mesmerized by like this tiger. I was like, wow, it's really amazing. You know, I was just, like five. I was really having a good time. And um, then all of a sudden there was like liquid on the glass and the tiger was peeing directly on the glass in front of me. And I was like, oh. 
<laughs> Great. Cool. Mom, what's that? And just picked me up and carried me away. So I'm basically a tight. Oh, if there was hilarious. no glass there, I probably would have gotten peed on my tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Tiger pee. That's hilarious. You know, tiger king who? We only know tiger um, pee in this house. <laughs> um, funny enough. Uh, at my local zoo, we have this lovely rhino who I love very much because I love going to my local zoo. Uh, and I love him so much, but there was this one time he just, well, actually not he, it's a she. She walked out and uh, on one side, it's basically, um, there is no protection from this rhino. Like there's a there's a bar and then a level platform where mm-hmm. you can see them, but like there's no pane of glass or anything because mm-hmm. it's fine. It's like their inside habitat. Um and uh, it's a pretty older zoo, so there's some things. But basically, she just took a huge pee and just sprayed all <laughs> over the people watching her. Um, like, because, like, it's so close. That, I mean, she just peed oh on everybody gosh. on that platform looking I at her. I can't even imagine. And I absolutely lost it <laughs> to the point where I had to walk out of the building because I couldn't stop laughing, like, snort laughing. That it is... was so bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Insane. Uh, <laughs> no, but thank you so much. I'm so glad you uh, came on to talk about Six Flags. Great thank Adventure. you so much for having me. Part. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, before we go, do you have anything you would like yes, to plug? Yes, I would like to plug. Okay, so these are like some new ventures for me. So I think I've you've kind of gotten the gist throughout the, the podcast or whatever. This is something that I don't get the opportunity to like talk about a lot just because, you know, being around my age, like nobody's interested in like the same thing, like, you know, theme parks or whatever. Right. So I just started yeah. literally today. I'm going to start an Instagram account and the um, the at is vintage theme parks and I'm going to be posting like theme park photos, stories, fun facts, um, history, just like in little like bite-sized like posts um, just so I can kind of share some of my knowledge with people because I feel like Instagram is like a platform that doesn't really get used a lot for Disney history. It's usually like YouTube or like TikTok gets used for that. Um, so I got yeah. that so you can follow me on that. Um, my personal Instagram is ava.costa so it's A-V-A period C-O-S-T-A. Um, my TikTok is avacosta, same spelling, 218. Um, I post some dances sometimes. I don't know. It's just random stuff. And then I might be starting my own podcast. So I have it here on Anchor. Ooh, exciting. Um, I have to figure out a format and stuff. But I just want to talk about this stuff. I just don't have like, a lot of people to like, talk to about it. So I got to find some people. Like, I got I to gotta recruit <laughs> some people. Um, but it's going to be called Single Rider Line, the podcast. So you can get the... Such <laughs> a good name. I spent a lot of time thinking. Um, and it's anchor.fm slash single rider line. Um, yeah. And if anybody's interested in like being on that, please hit me up, Scott, if you would like to be on that. I would love to have you on. <laughs> I will definitely come on. As soon as you get it all prepared, I am I am popping Thank on that you podcast. So much. <laughs> um, and then as for me guys, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96. And you can follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic. Um spelled just like it is here on the podcast. <laughs> Um, and before we head out, I want to say thank you again, Ava, for being on. It was such a good time talking to you and learning about your home park. Um, and thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Dyslexic, another home park photon episode. If you like this, you can find all of season one and two of Dyslexic and season one of my theme park reality show, Ultimate Imagineer, on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, etc., and so on. Um, and if you really like this episode, then you can uh, please tell your friends and family about it. Let them know let our, uh, if they enjoy theme parks as well. Um, and then uh, give us a rating on uh, your favorite podcast platform, rating review, if you feel so inclined. <laughs> I would greatly appreciate that. 
Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, make sure you're washing your hands, social distancing, and most of all, make sure you are taking care of your mental health, doing whatever makes you feel good. And if that's listening to Dyslexic, then that is fantastic. <laughs> and watching uh, Six Flags POVs. <laughs> yes, and watching Six Flags POVs. <laughs> thank you all, and I cannot wait to see you, well, virtually see you, I guess, and hear you and talk to you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>